0: Welcome to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardinellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And today we're talking about Jesse Ventura's possible, pretty much probable, Green Party run. It's heating up. It's getting hot. It's funner than WWE in the summertime. Cody, tell us what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: And I guess speaking, it's not very fun for WWE today. I guess they're, I think they're going for sale. Anyway, that's an aside. But yeah, so you brought it up, we talked about this. I think last week we brought it up for the first time. Uh, but the idea of Jesse Ventura running for president. Um, he announced again about a week ago now, maybe a little bit less. That he's he not was, running. He was. He's yeah, conquering the presidency. Well, he, he announced that he was looking into being the Green Party nominee. One thing I want to highlight is how funny this went. Just the, the the timeline. I believe this was late April, April twenty third. Um, Jesse Ventura is coming out at the media saying this is ridiculous. I did not sign any paperwork saying I was. He said, "Earn your paycheck, verify something, anything. Let's start with I haven't even filed a run for office." Uh, and he goes on. So very upset that anyone would imply he is running for president. Which, by the way, let you guys know, technically he isn't. He's technically not running for president. However, we then also saw, as we covered, um, he comes out and says, well, I'm thinking about running on the Green Party ticket. This earn your maybe paycheck
0: to- and verify some yeah. things, but wait a second. Five days later. I'm filing paperwork.
1: <laughs> well, he's, done, he's just, he's, way, he's looking at it. Five days later, so he's looking at it. Again, saying there was some there, there, the first reporting. And then what did we see over the weekend? Over the weekend, we saw something that... Is with the current events interesting? This is posted in uh, Bring Me the News, Minnesota. Uh, jesse Ventura joins the Green Party. He publicly signs the paperwork to join the Green Party in a park. In a park during a global (laughs) pandemic, when I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the lockdown orders are in Minnesota, but it's just a little Uh, bit funny to just needlessly be outside of the park signing paperwork. And this was, of course, then shared by the Green Party of Minnesota because that is who he is weighing to run for office with. Is a member of the Green Party. Now I guess you could say if there was any, if there is any like big Green Party office in Minnesota, it probably would be closed. However. Tom Brady signed his contract, I think, in his kitchen at home. I think he could have signed (laughs) his... But what's interesting about this is this in and of itself is one thing. i was trying to pull it up for a while, but I've seen multiple memes. There's like a joke where it's like, Jesse Ventura might run for president going back to like 2000. I mean, he's been been hinting at maybe running for president for forever. But what makes this a little bit interesting is, one, the notion that he'd be running as a Green Party candidate. We'll get into that for one second. But two... I, I'm big on Twitter is not real life. I'm really big in saying Twitter's not real life. Uh-huh. However, just it, it is a way that people tend to get messages out. It kind of becomes like your unofficial okay mess, whatever. The last two things Jesse Ventura has retweeted on his account is uh, one. Uh, so I open this sign up form to be a volunteer for a hypothetical Jesse 2020 campaign go through this you guys can see it it asks for some pretty basic stuff email address the google doc uh but this has been retweeted i'm assuming supported by jesse ventura ask Yeah. Your name they get down to ask for preferred pronoun i guess running as a green party cell number uh, alternate number street address city zip the whole nine yards even your social tags if the, i like it can we contact you via text you Think if i say no they will anyway um, <laughs> and then how you would like to help so that is something that jesse ventura has Again, like you know, it's, he retweeted it. It's not like it's a big press statement, but at the same time, it's like if he was trying to, if he's trying to quell rumors, he's running for president. Probably not a great way to do it. And then the other thing he had retweeted was this as well, which is that uh, again, just more uh, notion. This is from an individual, I believe, it looked, uh Bill Cimbrello, attempt to run for Congress, I think once. Anyway, he's definitely pushing the Jesse Ventura for president movement. Yeah. Um, for
0: a guy that puts paying. his hands out and says, "Earn your paycheck, verify something." I did, Mr. Ventura. Well, no, I just looked on your Twitter profile and saw a picture of you in a face mask in a park signing up for the Green Party within days of your previous tweet saying, if I were to run for president, I'd run in the Green Party. Okay, so either you're just a super concerned well, citizen that, that all of a sudden is changing party affiliation well, for
1: second, no reason. That quote I brought up before, that was the 23rd of April. That was before any of this. That's where it started. There were some light rumors. Is he running? He came out. I am not running. I filed nothing. This is ridiculous. Five days later, I'm looking into it. A few (laughs) days after that, he's signing paperwork to be a member of the Green Party. But still, it's a joke that he's always going to run for president. He never does. But But see,
0: that creates just all this media buzz. You and I are only talking about this because it's crazy. He's pulling a Trump. He's just saying one thing one day and then saying something another. And then it's making everybody try and analyze and look for the rationale behind it. But there is no rationale. It's just all. PR and talking, this is genius. Well, he no, will take over the party if he can do this.
1: Well, hold on. I, I, the reason why I'm interested in this one is because, uh, and I, remember this is in the greater context of okay. Justin Amash recently deciding he was going to run as a libertarian, throwing his hat into the ring. I feel bad for the libertarian. The libertarian of the Green Party a, a, a tiny aside about third parties here people ask why isn't a third party is, why aren't third parties bigger the problem is is that when you're a libertarian party people like John McAfee decided they're running for president as a libertarian Right? Yeah. people will just randomly throw in I'm running for president as a libertarian you get people like Jesse Ventura I'm just going to walk No, I, I get I don't want to say he's just going to walk into the Green Party he has been I believe, supporting Green Party candidates and donating to them or yeah. supporting the party for a while he's still not a member but here is the because there's there's, there's there's a B side to the Jesse Ventura running story. he's running as a Green Party he'd be running to be the yeah. Green Party nominee he would be running against an individual I've talked about actually on this channel Howie Hawkins Now, Howie Hawkins recently tweeted out I believe this was yesterday or two days ago that he was going to be uh, announcing having a big announcement about his campaign By the way, big shout out to Howie Hawkins when he streams He streams on Twitch as well
0: Rock on. A lot of these
1: people, all these campaigns they, they ignore Twitch. Why? I don't know why you would Howie Hawkins. However not getting into what his announcement was or anything too much I believe the announcement was the the, the fundraising related However, there's only a few comments on this tweet, Uh and almost every single one of them is people asking him, referring to him, uh, I hope you're dropping out to endorse Jesse Ventura because if you're the nominee, I won't be voting green for for the first time ever. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) How about this, though? The next person, please say you're endorsing Ventura. It'd be the best for the progressive movement. (laughs) How about this? How about this? Yeah. What about uh, Ventura and I believe Nina... Blanking on her last name. That would be interesting. Yeah. Either way. Um, oh,
0: you're talking about Bernie's girl?
1: I think I believe so, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then also going down to uh, someone else saying you're dropping out and endorsing Ventura. And point being is now everyone's in Howie Hawkins mentioned saying when you're going to drop out and endorse Jesse Ventura who by the way isn't officially running yet but there's one more I wish I had a sad violin sound effect there's okay. another wrinkle in this again yeah. he'd be running not exclusively against Howie Hawkins yeah there's a couple
0: of her candidates floating out mostly there mostly
1: against I mean here's, here's the results uh, Howie currently has estimated 101 and a half of the needed 202 delegates yeah. he's won if you notice by this little state, state map he's won almost he's won 15 of the 17 states that yeah. voted uh, estimated and one of them's yet to be declared he could have won that state he's basically shooing to win if nothing well, and the sad thing is this
0: Dario defense. Hunter guy if you look at his competition Dario Hunter go back down to that map Dario Hunter from California couldn't win California yeah. but he won Massachusetts yeah. which in politics is like an epic failure if you can't win your own state so this Dario Hunter guy is usually I shouldn't say epic failure but it's considered yeah. an embarrassing defeat so
1: anyway Dario yeah. aside I just want to get to one last thing which is interesting to me so Howie Hawkins. Well, I by was the going way,
0: somewhere with it. That's fine. He's had
1: about five thousand popular votes cast for him. It's yeah. not a big number. It's something that we've speculated Jesse Ventura can steamroll through. Probably yeah, our city
0: council and yeah. get ten thousand to fifteen thousand.
1: This is the thing because Howie Hawkins, like I said, man, he's gonna win barring anything crazy happening. Win the Democratic nominee, not the presidential election. Howie Hawkins has ran for office twenty-three times in his life. This would be his twenty-fourth, and he's never won anything. Now I understand The nominee is in office But it would be An election of sorts He won He Uh would have won The primary For the Green Party To be the nominee On ballots Running against other people It'd have to be Some small consolation He'd be on general ballots Unfortunately It looks like if Jesse Ventura does continue and jump in, oh, I think he's down in the water. No offense to Howie Hawkins, but Howie Hawkins has been running for a, for a couple of years now, campaigning for a couple of years now, meaning like 2018, 2019, now early part 2020. And we're seeing here he's at end-of-year end filing, it seems that uh, February of 2020 to date, he had raised about $80,000. Okay. It's okay. And looking at some more recent stuff, he's currently trying to get matching funds in 20 states. So they can uh, qualify for the FEC matching fund. So that matching funds $5,000 in 20 states to qualify for this. And so far, he has reached 10 of the 20 states, I believe. A couple that are close. Uh, interesting, actually. He's almost got $5,000 raised in Maryland. But he is nowhere close to that raised in much larger states um, across, like, a um, like Anyway, though. Actually, not in that much, more, much larger states. But you're seeing some bigger ones there, like Tennessee, Utah. Anyway, either way. Again, I think we agree Jesse Ventura, Jesse Ventura could probably through small donations off like I don't want to I don't think memes alone, but he could probably get a hundred grand in a few months on small donations selling merch, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, well, here's here's why I really think that Jesse Ventura could and should just take over the Green Party. Okay, the Green Party basically got its chops when Ralph Nader was running in the late 90s and the early 2000s under predominantly consumer protections that neither one of the corporatist Republican or Democrat parties wanted to take up. Right. And he was wildly slandered after the 2000 election for supposedly having cost Al Gore the election, um, even though there's not a lot of data to support that. And personally, I think if you're winning an election by a 0.5 percent electoral sliver. You can't be blaming third parties on your lack of popularity. Same with
1: Jill stein it still
0: means yeah. to voters out there, you were worse than them. Like yeah. You still
1: lost voters, the yeah. way you look at
0: it. Exactly. So you can't go blaming the third party because guess what? You're not entitled to votes, and it's not a binary... So like They weren't yours in the first place, okay? <laughs> they
1: still didn't want to vote for you at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, exactly. But he did get 2.7 of... I can't remember if it was uh, the popular vote or what, but it was... It was it was small, but he was blamed. So anyway, um, it did, however, provide the Green Party a huge amount of infrastructure because all of a sudden there's a national candidate that's on the ballot in 27 different states like he was. OK, but I've looked into this and the Green Party is purposefully hamstrung. They don't accept. I always knew they don't accept corporate donations, but I didn't know. And I was just reading on their website that they only accept Private donations from personal citizens. You had looked up their average donation is $42. Okay. For for Howie Hawkins. Yeah, for Howie Hawkins. Sorry. And who's their, you know, probably their, I'd say their most high profile candidate, I would say.
1: Preemptive front runner.
0: Preemptive front. front, Yeah. He is the The um, Justin Amash of the libertarians right now, right? Except for he wasn't even in office once. But anyway, um, and they only have about 200. Nationwide, 200 people from as low as school board to as high as uh, city councils in elected or appointed positions, okay? 200 more or less. So anyway, um, Jesse Ventura could come in and could take over because they don't accept Super PAC donations. They don't accept corporate donations. They don't accept 527 donations. The only thing that they accept are literally personal donations from private citizens, okay? And Ralph Nader notoriously refused to take more than $5,000 for his political campaign because he didn't even want to file the FEC paperwork. So he took his little 1% to 2% that supposedly cost Al Gore the election on less than Five thousand dollars of donations, man. Imagine what he could have done with airtime commercials and, and with a traditional platform. But the Green Party prohibits prohibits it. You're not a Green if you're taking that money now. So, so which means you would you would need a ton of celebrity first. Like, you would need a bunch of celebrity in the first place, yeah, like a Bernie which Sanders. Jesse Ventura has.
1: Yeah. Well, just to the point, to your point, really quickly, yeah. remember we were talking about Howie Hawkins averaging about $40 a donation? Yeah. When Bernie Sanders had his big blowout fundraising numbers, his average donation was $18. I mean, it is yeah. possible to get a lot of money going that route, but yeah, you yeah. need... I mean, say would you want Bernie Sanders as a celebrity? His star power, he brings yeah. people to attention, and that—that that is the kind of thing where I think could be. because that's just one of those weird numbers. You look at like when numbers are small, they kind of skew stats that way. Yeah. Like yeah, an ad for donation well, And then, then, then this is
0: his, this is his, this is the ro- route he would have to take. He would have to become the Green Party nominee, take over the Green Party, and then in very short order, he would need to make his number one principle of his platform restoring democracy why are why am i not allowed to compete on the debate stage
1: that'd be a big first fight to take you know, for any third party yeah yeah
0: if, if if he just said it is undemocratic i still to this day have a bookmarked article from jill stein saying it is undemocratic and unconstitutional that i'm not allowed to compete on this debate stage right um, and to a certain extent, she was right. I may not have agreed with Jill Stein, but she was right.
1: She's a thousand percent right. If you're, if you're, yeah. if you're one of the other, you know, bigger parties, yeah, not not the not the big boys, but you know what I mean. Like, but by the way, the reason why I phrase it that way, as far as I understand, how they decide who debates in the general election for president, yeah, it's the Democratic Party and the Republican Party that basically oversee the rules of the debates. Yeah, and they basically said you have to have fifteen percent, and like they do the polls shenanigans. You have to have fifteen percent, like yeah. major qualifying polls. And, and if you
0: think about it, you think whose election is this? Is it the Republican and the Democrats election, exactly. or is it the United States of America's Amazing election? Point. And you just happen to be one of the parties competing. Now, because it was such a dichotomous system for so long. Okay. Meaning basically the 50 years that we got organized post-Reformation. Okay. We kind of just settled into this idea that, oh, there's Democrats and Republicans. Okay. So we're going to establish these party rules. And now that we have this FEC and so on and so forth. So during the organizational years, everybody just kind of accepted that. But at the end of the day, you realize it's wildly unconstitutional to have a system in which only two parties are allowed to debate which means that all of a sudden only two parties worth of party bosses are the ones that get to decide who has a voice. This is literally the same arguments that could be made against um, voter suppression could be made against party politics and party candidate suppression by only allowing on the debate stages the two major parties, all right? So what he should do, what Jesse Ventura should do, is immediately declare his candidacy, okay? Has he been accused of sexual assault by anybody? I
1: mean, can I just? I'll address a couple things. I do. I feel bad. I misspoke in the last podcast about one thing, and it is okay. interesting to note. He never, and this is one of those things. Because just, just to your point, Jesse Ventura yeah. is an interesting character with stuff in his past. However, one thing about Jesse Ventura, because he is an outspoken individual character, he gets blamed and lambasted for losses that necessarily do. For example. There's a, the, the 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 famous controversy where he sued the the widow of the American sniper guy. He, didn't yeah. su- he ended up in court against her, but he sued the guy, and then the guy yeah. passed away. So and it was his
0: estate. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's, and there's a lot, but the reason why I mean, a lot of things like that seem to happen with Jesse Ventura, He just gets very uncharitable. Everyone looks at him as some crazy nut job who believes in Bigfoot, so who cares? How he, might, he, <laughs> he must have attacked that poor widow woman. And he's like, I, I sued the guy who lied about me, yeah. and then he died. Like, what am yeah. I going to do about that? So there is a lot of stuff like that. I mean, I think before, we were talking last time, he has a show on on RT on Russia Today. People like that called look every country I'm sorry, but if, if America's paying for Russian language news on a on a channel called like 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 you know like America Today Russian, I would call that American propaganda. No yeah. big deal. Every country <laughs> has them. But the point being is he's been pushed now. That's where he has to go now. They won't let him speak in what are considered like credible. American propaganda won't let him on because he doesn't speak American propaganda. So yeah. he, they forced him to other networks. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's because he's a and this is to your point. The reason I brought it up to get your third party stuff. I don't think it's because he's an actor. I don't think it's because he's a wrestler.
0: No, no, I, he's I, a provocateur.
1: I, I don't even think it's because of that. I don't even think it's because the aliens and Bigfoot stuff. I think it's because he dared to run and win a major office as a third as a He was a, yeah. a, a libertarian or did he, did he run as a no, no No, 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 was
0: it, the, Their motto is a bison. And it's the Minnesota Party of Independence, I think it's called or something. It's not the regular independent party. Exactly. But But it's a third party with a bison as its logo in Minnesota. I'm just
1: asking, do you think challenging the establishment in that way is the reason why you oh, look yeah. at Jesse Ventura, some crazy so guy who, who does crazy awful things because of because I wonder I wonder if it is because he didn't dare to run, he won running yeah. outside of that Democrat yeah. and Republican dichotomy. Yeah, for I mean he was the governor of a state. I mean that's like one of the when you talk about high offices in the country. I mean you're kind of getting up to like what like senators, governors. Um, I mean really, does a, a governor is making decisions that impact way more lives than a lot of other people? Yeah. So I don't Well, know. we've noticed that,
0: especially during the coronavirus pandemic, is that finally the true power of the governors is getting manifest. And finally, the true nature of the United States of America is being is being uh, we're, we're being reminded of this in the sense that these governors are forming their own private regional, not private, but their own regional alliances. They're competing for resources. They're finally actually doing the governor's job. Now, unfortunately, many of them, mostly the Democrat governors, are doing a very poor job of this zinger but um at least we're getting reminded of this cody shake and it said there's always one
1: <laughs> but but just because it's needless dude. like if there's plenty of states that are okay let me good, get back to like, bipart- like like running your state like a moron is a pretty bipartisan <laughs> thing both both parties seem to have morons running states improperly okay like well then. let me get
0: back to why i think jesse ventura should and could take over the party he's got to just secure the nomination and do it asap okay um, then he's got to hammer the fact that both candidates have been accused of sexual assault. I don't think there's any sexual assault uh, ghost in his closet, if I was remembering my research correctly. Justin Ventura has been an
1: actor and wrestler and media person. I guarantee the, you people have accused him of everything. So Okay,
0: fine, fine. Well, then screw that. Either way, he needs to say it's undemocratic that I cannot compete on this stage and he needs to be hammering that home because all of a sudden not only is that a very big victory where people think what you're not allowed to oh what these two these two uh parties are screwing us by not even letting third-party voices come to the stage wow no wonder we never have a third party exactly. that's it yeah. trying to trying to convince people to dislike joe biden and donald trump more i, I would say is
1: there's people that dislike one or both of those individuals so much already. I'm, yeah. Usually, well, but what I'm saying is that I do agree. He, him or Justin Amash, anyone, someone needs to just run big saying Americans but deserve Amash a third looks like choice. A traitor. But I'm just saying Americans deserve a third choice. Americans deserve a option C. Americans deserve yeah. a debate for a president that isn't yeah. ran by two parties. We don't live in a country that's mandated they only
0: have two parties. It just kind of turned into and, that. And Justin Amash lost an opportunity here by not picking up This banner and running with it If Justin Amash would have dumped out And would have said How is it that Mia's a rhino Mia's a, a, a guy who's forsaken the, the the Republican Party and the Tea Party that got me elected, how all of a sudden, that is as a faker, I'm allowed to compete in these uh, debates, but then as a true libertarian, I'm not allowed to compete in the debates. Oh, because they're bought and sold for by these two parties. We need a third-party option. If Justin Amash would have picked up this message as his predominant message, running out of the gates, I think it would have resonated with a lot of people because right now, everybody in America is begging for a third chance. Everybody is saying, you know what, yeah, sure, uh, I vote for Donald Trump, but I wish there was somebody that was as good a fighter as he is, but wasn't just so dang divisive. And there's plenty of people that are like, you know, I'm a total, total Democrat. And I, I grew up in the 90s being super liberal. I got a ton of friends like that. And they're like, and I, I'm feeling betrayed by my party. The fact that twice they've given me a Clinton and now a Biden. You know, none of these values that I espouse are, 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 are evidence in these corporate candidates. I've never seen a thirst for a third party candidate in my life more than over the past two presidential election cycles. And nobody has taken up the cause of third parties like Jesse Ventura could. And he's the only one that actually has street cred because as much as Justin Amash is running as Libertarian and as third party, he got into the system by running as part of the system and being a Republican. Jesse Ventura is the only one that I know of that has reached high office as an independent, who's gotten to high office as an independent? It
1: is it is, it is a weird thing. It is like no small feat. You look at, no offense, yeah. again, to bring up, and I, I hate, to, hate to do it to you, Howie, but I, Howie Hawkins is 0 for 23 <laughs> in elections. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Jesse Ventura is, he, he, I think he, he was elected for like one term and got ran out and was credited for like not running the state well. It's not like he's uh-huh. some golden, but I'm saying he's like he's won an election, an uphill battle running yeah. outside of the 2 party system before. Someone to bring to the forefront because similar to most elections, be honest if you're not running as a democrat or a republican you are running to further a message or you're running yeah you're running you're running for a uh what's the word the a moral victory you're not you're yeah. going to be elected president mm-hmm. but it was interesting now too just with the idea and we'll wrap it up we're going a little bit long here but with the idea of the election being campaigning being different not being able to afford pri- charter private f- private flights across the country to do rallies and campaign everywhere might not hold you back this cycle because maybe nobody yeah. will be.
0: Because nobody can. It, this is yeah, the great everyone equalizer. Everyone has
1: access to, you know, like how Howie using Twitch, everyone's got access to these platforms. Well,
0: I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I actually think, think some of these third party candidates who are born and bred in the briar patch of scrappiness and modern technology stretching every dollar are actually better poised to do more with their smaller budgets and with their micro donations and their Twitch streams than the major candidates are. I mean, come on. Biden, Biden doesn't know what a wide angle lens is and is caught batting away the notes assistants are trying to give him as he's, you know, flubbering with a teleprompter in his $50,000 studio setup in his mansion in in Delaware. Meanwhile, You've got, like, Heidi Briones saying, like, oh, yeah, sure, let me just roll up my uh, streaming platform here and talk with the guys at Problem Solver Politics. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know why we get Guy-Yo from Brooklyn Nine? How
1: about even you look at just contemporary people running? Bernie Sanders yeah. basically... Just didn't, he didn't worry about anyone covering his events and literally live streamed all of his own events. I think he sold his live streams through his YouTube channel and they're effective yeah. and they reach people. It's exactly it's really like if you use these platforms, we've seen with candidates running, don't even win, but if you use these platforms, well, people are there on them. They just, we're not seeing, I still think it was a big mistake how he's streamed on Twitch, but I, I, if any of his candidates could have caught 15, 20 minutes, an hour to just stream themselves playing Minecraft or something, I think that would. I, I think people. I think it's one of those things that if you're running an internet campaign, and you're running on the internet, and you want to win the internet. Instead of devoting all of your time, just throw them a bone every now and then. That's all you have to do: stream yourself playing Minecraft for an hour to a certain audience. You don't have to put memes every day. Yeah. I think you could do stuff like that. Just do like one or two like. St- Publicity stunts. What's wrong? What is? Why all of a sudden a publicity stunt's gone? Just do different ones through the internet. I think yeah. that could be really effective. And, do and by it the once, way, right? And it, you can win people over. But then just find a way. That the only thing we to talking about. This last thing is difficult for maybe now with people going a little stir crazy. It's not that hard for a third party to win over internet type people that aren't super bought into the establishment. But here's what's interesting: within a campaign going on during a pandemic, the people. I always joke about this episode of SpongeBob where they show, uh, they show like a, a fish, a, a character. Your every man's life, right? It's like he wakes up, brushes his teeth, he sits in traffic, he's in a cubicle, he sits in traffic, he brushes his teeth, and he wakes up, right? Like, yeah. the idea being, there's a lot of people like that. They wake up, they commute, they work, they're busy, they come home, they go to bed. They're not on the internet, they're not on Twitter, they don't know what memes are. They're not, they're not, they're not on like the fifth layer of irony memes. They don't get any of this. And they, generally speaking, just kind of watch the news a little bit here and there and will vote for the Democrat or the Republican, gen- yeah. depending on their kind of pre-whatever biases they come in with. But this is going to be a cycle where those people are maybe going to be on Facebook seven hours a day. Yeah, Maybe not, you know, seven hours. But these are people that probably would have been totally unaware, just, you know what, busy person, don't have time for this, who suddenly will have a little bit more time on their hands, inside, yeah. not going outside. Maybe they did have time on their hands. They used to go bike rides all the time. Now, for whatever, you can still go bike rides. But you see my point the people that used to be really hard to reach through the internet because they just weren't using it are kind of being forced to use it more. Yeah. I mean, imagine people that like six months ago would have been like, a Zoom, what's a Zoom? People are, Canada's probably going to have Zoom rallies in a few months. Yeah. You, know, you can Zoom, like who knows, but these are people who a few months ago would have been like, what is this thing to, wow, you know what? For work, I do this video chat, all this stuff. We use a we use a chat and it's it, it really is bringing the voter you normally could not reach through the internet to you. Yeah, and it really could open the door for any third-party candidate who embraces it.
0: Now, um, I just Discord you a link. We got time to show it really fast as we wrap up here. You mentioned something really key and important: is what happened to publicity stunts. See, we've gotten so used to with our '50s and '60s ideal of the poised and polished poet, uh, politician coming back, we've forgotten about the political, uh, the political PR stunt, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, In fact, there's this famous scene. I don't know if we can even show it for copyright reasons. But, you know, in the man who shot Liberty Valance, when they're trying to choose who's going to represent the state, you know what I'm saying? This guy actually has a horse (laughs) run in on stage and then end up doing a lasso around the candidate and then drink water out of the podium bowl. You know, Uh, really, Donald Trump was amazing at this right before the elections. You know, him and Steve Bannon drag all the women that had accused Clinton of sexual assault into the press room, announce a random uh, press conference, so when people ask him about his famous grab him by the blank comment, you know what I'm saying? He's got all these women defending him, saying, well, why don't you go ask that uh, Bill Clinton? Why did you never defend me? What, you know? And he unleashed a hornet's nest on the media, which was a massive, massive PR stunt, okay? And there's one thing that is a common thread in both of these candidacies. The single biggest open secret, it is fake, it's one massive PR stunt, such a big PR stunt that they re registered themselves from wrestling to like public exhibition for insurance reasons, is the WWF slash WWE, okay? Of which Donald Trump and Jesse Ventura, I'm pretty sure, are both in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Pretty sure Jesse is. I don't think he pissed Vince the man off.
0: He didn't piss him in some ground. Like, yeah. He probably
1: did, but I don't know if he did enough to not be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Okay. So, either way, both these guys understand going over, pulling a stunt to get some, not even cheap heat, just get some solid heat. You know what I'm saying? And, and that is really, unfortunately, and fortunately for them, unfortunately for our society, but fortunately for them, what is necessary in today's political climate. You got anything else you want to say about our man, Jesse Ventura, and his candidacy? No? Okay. Well, I guess-
1: Aside from, uh, just keep an eye, he's not officially running for president yet. I want to make that known again. He's not officially running for anything. He's looking into it. But keep an eye on man. Keep an eye on how quickly he goes from looking into it to wherever it ends up.
0: Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. If there's anybody that's actually signed up to be a social media organizer on behalf of Jesse Ventura or is familiar with the campaign, please reach out. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know what your enthusiasms are. Follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. And make sure if you want to contribute to the channel that you join or else you hook us up with a PayPal link that's on our website, ProblemSolverPolitics.com. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.